This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, May 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trade talks planned for Trump trip. Pence sees way to fix USMCA concerns. Chinese hearing to focus on innovation. Lighthizer expected to talk trade with Japan during Trump trip. When President Donald Trump arrives in Japan this weekend, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is expected to accompany him. Government and industry officials both tilling AgriPulse. Lighthizer and Japanese trade officials are anticipated to use the trip to get as much work done as they can on a free trade agreement, something the U.S. ag sector desperately wants finished as soon as possible. Trump will be in Japan for the accession of the country's new emperor, and then Trump and Lighthizer are scheduled to return to Japan for the Group of 20 summit in Osaka next month. A USTR spokeswoman declined to comment on Lighthizer's schedule. Lighthizer met with Japanese Economy Minister Toshimitsu Motegi when Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe visited the White House last month. Sources tell AgriPulse that much of the talks were on agriculture trade. Optimism bill for USMCA ratification. Top government trade officials met for hours yesterday with the U.S. ag sector leaders at USDA headquarters, and one of the main messages from USTR and USDA to farmers and ranchers was overwhelming optimism that Congress would ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement this year, sources tell AgriPulse. Lighthizer, USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney, and USTR Chief Ag Negotiator Greg Dowd and others sat down with a wide variety of ag groups representing beef, dairy, pork, rice, and fruits and vegetables to discuss everything from USMCA to the trade war in China, which government officials were not optimistic about resolving any time soon. Meanwhile, Vice President Mike Pence told reporters yesterday in Florida that the White House will try to address concerns that House Democrats have about USMCA with language in the text of the implementing legislation. Pence said, we're very open to that. Democrats have argued that the agreement itself must be revised to tighten the enforcement provisions. Corn acreage likely to shrink, but how much? University of Illinois economist Scott Irwin says U.S. corn plantings could be off by at least 3 million acres from expectations because of the soggy conditions this spring that are still keeping many farmers out of their fields. As of Sunday, just 49% of the corn crop was planted, well off the five-year average of 80%. In fact, Irwin says corn growers are so far behind but it's hard to estimate the amount of prevented planting claims they're likely to file. That's because the last time corn planting was this delayed was in the 1990s, predating the revenue crop insurance products that offer prevented planting benefits, he said. Senate leaders seek to close disaster aid deal. Time is fast running out for Congress to pass a disaster aid bill if the measure is to get to President Trump's desk by the week-long congressional recess for Memorial Day. Lawmakers are hoping to wrap up their work and get out of D.C. on Thursday. Senate Appropriations Chairman Richard Shelby of Alabama told reporters last night he'd had a very positive meeting with President Trump earlier in the day, but negotiations were still ongoing. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York said Democrats have worked out their differences with Trump on aid to Puerto Rico, 
but are still negotiating over funding for addressing the crisis at the southern border. Keep in mind, the bill will include aid for producers affected by hurricanes and wildfires last year, as well as Midwest flooding this year. Senate Ag Mulls Farming and Climate Change Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts says he'll use a hearing today to highlight the innovative practices some farmers are using to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and address climate change. Roberts says, we do know that we have a problem here and they're taking care of it. The witnesses include Debbie Lyons-Blythe, a cattle rancher from Roberts' home state of Kansas, who said on Twitter Friday she will be highlighting the efficiencies and technologies that make American agriculture a world leader. Also testifying is UC Davis animal science professor Frank Mitlerner, who contends agriculture's contribution to global climate change has been exaggerated. Mitlerner says foregoing meat and meat products is not the environmental panacea many would have us believe. And if taken to an extreme, it also could have harmful nutritional consequences. Mitlerner also has pushed back against reports claiming the livestock sector is responsible for a larger share of greenhouse gas emissions than the transportation sector. He is the only scientist who will be testifying at the hearing. Citing temperatures, coalition eyes ag worker rules. Increasing temperatures are transforming summer from a dreamy vacation into a scorching hot nightmare, according to a new report from the Coalition for Sensible Safeguards, a collection of public interest groups that want to use federal regulations to address the impacts of climate change. One area the groups are concerned about is the impact of higher temperatures on farm workers. Last year, Public Citizen and more than 100 groups and individuals, including two former administrators of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, petitioned OSHA to set new safety standards for workers. OSHA has taken no formal action yet. Petition backers are pushing for congressional legislation to be introduced this summer that would force OSHA to promulgate regulations requiring water, rest, and shade. Dairy Rule to the White House USDA, which has promised to begin sign-up for the dairy margin coverage next month, set a program regulations to the White House Office of Management and Budget for final review. USDA officials have said the sign-up will start June 17th, with the first payments going to producers in July. McConnell pitches hemp and decries tobacco. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell introduced a bill to raise the age for buying tobacco products to 21 and use the occasion to make a pitch for industrial hemp as an alternative crop for tobacco growers. McConnell of Kentucky was joined in sponsoring the bill by another tobacco state senator, Virginia Democrat Tim Kaine. In a floor speech, McConnell walked through a history of the U.S. and tobacco production before moving into his pitch for industrial hemp, the crop he got legalized in the 2018 Farm Bill. McConnell said of hemp, we're seeing the future take place right before our eyes. And in case you missed it, McConnell talked more about hemp and other issues and this week's open mic interview, it's available at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. Our state once grew tobacco like none other, and now we're being hit by the health consequences of tobacco use like none other. McConnell 
defending his proposal to raise the age for buying tobacco products to 21. Kentucky leads the nation in smoking-related cancer cases, he noted. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, May 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.